Well, here we go with a special holiday edition of Adtention, the podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. I'm Santa Claus. No, I'm Ray Shillings. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. You can find out more at aaf10.org. So today, we get a chance for you to learn a little more about our first lieutenant governor and second lieutenant governor, Laurel McEwen and A.B. Barrera. There is a real good chance that you already know these wonderful people because they are such an important and dynamic part of AAF District 10. You'll enjoy the conversation. Right about this time of year, we'd like to uh, give you the opportunity to hear the folks who are involved with District 10, the American Advertising Federation. And so we got a couple of really important people together today, which I'm thinking is a victory here because you guys are really busy. Laurel McEwen is the first lieutenant governor. Laurel has been involved with American Ad Federation since she moved back to, from, to Fort Worth in 2016. She was the uh, communications chair, the VP, the president, the immediate past president of AF Fort Worth, also the social chair for District 10 in 2020 and 2021, and currently the uh, Addie's chair for the American Advertising Federation in Dallas. And she's also, oh, yeah, she works in above and beyond all the kind of stuff, the director of marketing and creative services at Raz Imports as well. A.B. Barrera, oh, you got to love this guy. You know A.B.? I'm sure you do because he probably knows everybody who's listening to this podcast and so much more. A.B. is one of South Texas' most respected business and civic leaders. His marketing and business acumen spans nearly three decades the entire state of Texas. That's big. His ingenuity and creativity has changed communities and strengthened businesses. He is, as I said, the second lieutenant governor. So right behind Laurel, he will become the governor. Uh, of course, uh, Crystal is our, our governor right now. She is she is busy with so many things this holiday season. And we're actually going to catch up with Crystal uh, shortly after uh, the beginning of the new year. But in the meantime, I got you guys for just a little bit. So what I want to do, first of all, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to both of you. Thank you for taking the time out of a, I know what has become a very, very busy year and busy season. So thank you for that, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks for having me, Ray. Absolutely. You know, here's the thing. This district, District 10, is is well known within uh, the American Advertising Federation as being a super district. It is recognized for the things that happen, the things that uh, uh, the change that uh, this organization makes in District 10. And the reason behind that, I believe, it really is obviously it's about the people who are participating and stepping up to the plate and doing those great things. So congratulations on uh, both of you for you know, continuing to have that beautiful passion for uh, what the American Advertising Federation stands for and does. Uh, A.B., you represent the Rio Grande Valley uh, as well as a past president of that organization. Maria Alvarez is your current president. Uh, but 
Let, let me check in with you first, A.B. Tell me about things. How are things in, in the Rio Grande Valley as it relates to uh, uh, the American Advertising Federation and business in general at this point in time? Absolutely. Uh, the Rio Grande Valley is thriving, uh, where uh, we call ourselves the South Pole of Texas, <laughs> and we just celebrated uh, our big Christmas parade that not only brings people in from South Texas, but northern Mexico, and that's the big advantage that we have in the Rio Grande Valley, that we're international. You know, we're really just uh, separated by a bridge, and we're one big community with people that cross over every day to go to school, to go to work, and so we, we work hand-in-hand hand with our neighbors in Mexico, and same thing with the American Advertising Federation. We've got a very innovative club, uh, a lot of innovative programming. The club is growing. One of the biggest things that we've seen recently is the involvement of a lot of new agencies. A lot of them started by more young professionals, and like I said, not only from the U.S. side, but also from Mexico. So that's been an added plus for us. But one challenge that we have seen, particularly with our college students, and especially during the holiday season, I mean, it happens year-round, but it's, uh, it's really the need for, uh, you know, really just basic needs. A lot of these students are on scholarship programs, and sure, scholarships will uh, take care of their housing and take care of maybe, uh, you know, a few of their books and their tuition. But when it comes to everyday needs, you know, like putting food on their table, sometimes these students struggle. And so one of the things that the American Advertising Federation Rio Grande Valley has done is we have started the process of implementing a food pantry for all community colleges and universities all across the Rio Grande Valley. And this is going to be something that will be open to all college students, and whenever they find a need to have to visit this pantry for whatever it is, whether it be you know a couple of frozen pizzas or a loaf of bread or canned goods or mm. juices or water or any type of beverage, we're going to be able to provide that to them for free. Now, in order to implement that pantry, we need to fundraise. And our, fu- our first fundraiser is actually happening tonight. Yes. It's a holiday bowling tournament. And, uh, you know, we've already raised approximately $10,000. So we're very excited about being able to, to have our first fundraiser to officially implement this food pantry. Wow. It's called Strikeout uh, for, uh, for Valley College students. And as you said, by the time this podcast is released, this thing will have been in the history books as being a very successful event. I hope, I hope. again, you are so busy with so many different things within your industry and, and at this time of year especially. I think that's really incredible. First of all, that you've taken the time to do that kind of things. But, it, it, you know, it, is it re- related directly to advertising? No, it's it's related directly to the human beings and the people who are participating uh, in, in this world. So what you're doing is reaching out and touching somebody that is uh, uh, is in need. So congratulations on that uh, endeavor. I, I bet, I would assume that you as past president of the Rio Grande Valley a chapter of the American Advertising Federation, you have a you have a knack for doing these things on a consistent basis, a little bit deeper, a little bit uh, uh, deeper engagement in your communities. And, and, uh, and, it, and it goes above and beyond just advertising. Would you say that's true, A.B.? Absolutely. And um, one thing I, I did want to mention is I strongly believe that the American Advertising Federation is not only about bringing great programming and bringing all of these advertising professionals together, but it's about building relationships. And especially in this day and age when we're so caught up with our 
career lives, our work lives, we need to think twice about how we can help others, but at the same time, build goodwill and friendships amongst one another in the industry. And I believe that's something that we've been doing and are continuing to do because, you know, this particular fundraiser and this initiative has brought people in that used to be part of a club in the past, and now they're getting more involved. But uh, on the same token, it's even bringing people that uh, are not necessarily directly in the industry. And I'm talking about chambers of commerce, economic development organizations, civic organizations, other businesses that just want to be a part of it. And that's really what it's all about. It's about building better relationships so that we can achieve more together. I think there's a tremendous amount of synergy in the leadership in District 10, and that's why uh, the things that are happening in D10 are so powerful. Laurel, you are so, so, so very busy this time of year with so many things going on, (laughs) but you do find the time to, to drive some of that passion and love back into the American Advertising Federation. How are, uh, first of all, let's check in locally here with Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, that's a happening market anyway, folks. I mean, you guys you guys just do stuff over the top all the time. And here, sitting in Houston, it's like, man, those guys are good up in Dallas-Fort Worth. I like that kind of stuff. Let's brag, let's brag on the clubs in your neck of the woods right at this moment. And then I want to hear your perspective of, uh, of District 10 and how how engaged you are with that as well. So how are things going in Dallas-Fort Worth? Absolutely. Um, I think I'm in a really unique um, and privileged position to have a great relationship with both the Fort Worth and the Dallas clubs. Um, as you mentioned, was heavily involved in Fort Worth and kind of rolled into D10. And then um, Dallas, you know, invited me to come on board as our Addy Gala chair. And so this is my second year running doing that. So it's really wonderful to be able to see both a small club who's, you know, doing great things in their market and a large club um, who's, you know, very well known uh, in Dallas and and doing uh, great work for that community. So it's so fun to see, um, you know, the differences and the similarities in those ecosystems um, and just to see the different personalities of the clubs and the the people that they support, even though they're in the same metroplex. Fort Worth, I'm super, super proud of. Um, You know, they have really rallied after COVID. Um, They are starting an ad, too, uh, which we're really obviously very excited about. Um, Great group of young professionals in Fort Worth who I think are going to make a big difference uh, for their peers um, in starting up that club. And I know, um, obviously, both clubs are just, knee-deep in Addy promotions, uh, both Fort Worth and Dallas have super fun themes. Um, I'm a little bit more closely working, obviously, with Dallas, um, but I think that there are great things coming in, you know, both of these markets, and both of these clubs are really, um, you know, showing up. So I'm excited, too, to see, I think, Fort Worth is staged for um, the kind of growth that that club should have. Um, Fort Worth is, I think, 13th or 12th largest city in the nation now. So I'm really excited to see, you know, that's always going to be my home club. Um, so I'm really excited to see what the future has in store for them. And I'm, you know, also just equally honored to get to kind of hold hands with the leadership of the Dallas club and work on that, um, you know, work on the American Advertising Awards because, um, obviously, you know, that's their, that's all of our most visible events, and it's just one of the most major ways that we really support um, the agencies in our market. So I think, you know, 
maybe a little bit biased, but I think both clubs are knocking it out of the park. Um, and just kind of carrying that same energy into D10, I mean, for me, obviously, we all know, like, there's the nuances of national, district, and the local clubs. But for me, they're all kind of one in one giant uh, melting pot. Sure. So it's yeah. really easy for me to see how all the levels um, sort of work together, still being really involved at the local level and, and you know, obviously um, participating as much as the national level. So just really, um, you know, excited to bring that same energy that, you know, I've always felt for AAF at the local level into D10, and and I've got killer committees um, this year. You know, um, Austin and programming is killing it. We've got Janice and Amanda working on um, scholarships and GAP Fund. We've got Hannah doing club achievement. Um, you know, I think, and of course, uh, NSAC, which D is heading up again, I just think, like, you know, that's a cast of all-star characters. So I think in terms of what, um, and, you know, all of those are really essential functions in terms of what we're providing for our membership. Um, So I'm just super proud of this group. I was going to say Fort Worth, the world headquarters of uh, the American Ad Federation, Fort Worth is Joe T. Garcia's, and I think it should be. (laughs) It is. Just the way it is. It is. And if you've never been there, go there. You'll get a treat out of that. You know, um, A.B., one question for you. You have been uh, part of uh, other organizations like the American Marketing Association, PRSA, and so on and so forth. But you seem to have a a very fondness uh, toward the American Advertising Federation. What is it about uh, uh, AAF District 10 that is so special that really pulls you into engagement there, A.B.? You know, I think I go back to the relationships. Uh, you know, building better relationships has, has truly been uh, a testament to my involvement with uh, AAF. Uh, there seems to be, you know, a loyalty. Uh, once people get involved, they remain very loyal. And, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, you make great friendships. And it's not only that you're doing something great for the industry and bettering yourself and you know, fulfilling yourself with, you know, some great uh, information and great programming, uh, but it's also making great friendships, and, you know, it's a lot of fun. That that keeps you involved e- even longer. It no longer seems like a task. You know, they always say, uh, you know, look for a job where you're going to love what you do every single day, where it's never, never a job. And so despite how busy we are in our professional lives, we make it a point to carve time out to be effective, be successful, and be heavily involved with the organization. And I think a reason for that is the friendships. What I wanted to do is ask you a couple of questions here as it relates to your roles that are very quickly uh, coming ahead. Of course, Laurel, you're the first lieutenant governor. You'll be moving into the governor's position. That could be scary or it could be fun. Um, and, And I'm sure along the way you've had great mentorship uh, to get you to, uh, first of all, first lieutenant governor and then into the governor's role as well. And the same thing for you, A.B., as second lieutenant governor. But let me ask Laurel. So, okay, the the reins are handed over. Crystal has, has done her term as the governor, and now it's your turn. What are you, what are you looking forward to the most of being governor of this incredible district, Laurel? I think the most important thing for me is just carrying on a really strong legacy of leadership for D10. 
um, it's not something that I take super lightly. And I will say that, you know, I think that this has been a long time, you know, in the making, like you said, you know, really been involved in AAF heavily since I moved back to Fort Worth, which is about now seven years ago. And it's hard to imagine that, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to step into that role and to, to maintain what I feel like is really a legacy of excellence for D10. And to also, um, you know, everybody has their strengths that they bring to the table. So, you know, looking to also um, make an even bigger splash for D10. I mean, it's hard to imagine. I think under, you know, our, our D10 leadership, especially um, Stephanie and I am sure Crystal, like the showing at nationals under, um, you know, Stephanie's governorship was incredible. Um, and I am sure that we're poised to do it again. Um, so just being, you know, just I want to meet the meet the bar and then raise it. Um, so I think, and I think there's a lot of fun to be had. I love this, this group of people. So um, it'll certainly be an honor to, to lead in that capacity. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Stephanie as well. There, there's a lot of great leadership uh, within uh, District 10, within the local clubs, and of course the cl- the clubs in D10. I think there's a cohesiveness uh, with these clubs, uh, 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 a very single mind not single minded but a very focused 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 thought process of what needs to happen to grow this organization what about you ab a second moving to first i feel like we were talking baseball here but um uh, when you move into the governorship what what are you looking forward the most to, to do as you as you become a governor of district 10 absolutely i think a couple of things uh number one is growing our clubs uh, you know, and maybe even bringing on a couple of new clubs in markets that we're not in yet. Yeah. I think all of our clubs can use some growth, and we need to be innovative about it. Um, we don't only need to attract people within the industry, as I mentioned before. I think that we can attract other people from other organizations, be it financial or real estate or civic and uh, community organizations. They should all be a part of it. And so every market is distinctive and unique. And it's a matter of working with each, each individual club. And I, I look forward to visiting all those communities and learning more about them and learning about how we can grow the clubs. And then secondly is ensuring that we are showing up our brand. We have a new logo and a new brand that we launched recently for the organization at a national level. Yeah. And I really want to encourage the entire district to really promote the brand and promote the fact that they are a member of this distinguished national organization. So it's going to take uh, a lot of getting used to for a lot of our clubs to ensure that we're 110% across the board rebranded effectively, but it's about showing up the brand. We, we have to have swag. We have to be showing it off, you know, everything from uh, merchandise and, you know, shirts that are promoting the new logo and making sure that it's everywhere on all our social media platforms, on our websites. Uh, at all the local club websites and all their social media pages as well. So that's secondly what I look uh, forward to the most is ensuring that we are promoting and effectively rebranding the organization as uh, exactly what we are and, uh, you know, the voice of – of advertising, and that's yeah. definitely what I want to continue to do. I think it's really great. The fact that we are now, you know, 2020 was just a, just a, a you know, the past couple of years have been uh, upside down weird, 
and a little bit confusing and a little bit uh, life-changing in terms of work habits and, and, and all kinds of habits. But I think, I think, what is, uh, I think the, the biggest thing here is the American Advertising Federation, D10, the local clubs, that we have come through this crazy time of pandemic and, and all the kind of bad stuff that was going on in the world. We're still here and we're stronger than we were before. I, I, re- I really, truly believe that. And I think that's driven by the, again, I'll go back to the people. Laurel, uh, what, what about you? What do you think about, I mean, seriously, you throw something out there like a, a pandemic and many of the organizations that are out there is like, well, okay, we're closing up shop, going home. But conversely, the American Advertising Federation uh, charged ahead and we did great things over those couple of years. Don't you agree? I do. Actually, one of the things that I love the most about the experience that I've had at D10 is you mentioned, you know, I was social chair and I was social chair during the pandemic. And one of the things that I thought was so great, and I think it really evolved uh, the way that we market ourselves is that, you know, everything was suddenly virtual. And so suddenly, um, you know, if somebody's having an event in Northeast, you know, Mm -hmm. Arkansas, they can, they, Houston can go. Um, you know, Oklahoma can go, right, because it's virtual. So we really, I think we, um, it changed the way that we did business at a local level and as the district, and we really tried to foster um, this interconnectivity of our local clubs, and I do think it ultimately netted out in a closer district. And, you know, local clubs that know across the district you know, loosely and maybe not intimately equated, but know kind of what all their other clubs and leadership are doing. And I think, um, you know, across the board, like um, AF ramped up its programming. It leaned into making that happen. We all we all pivoted. We nobody really was willing to let go of AF. I don't think it was. You know, lots of like you said, lots of people businesses, clubs, organizations, um, more kind of collateral damage. I think AAF leaned into it. Yeah, I think, um, well, what a great way to put that uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, uh, and I'm going to ask both of you this quest, uh, question here quick as we wrap up today. Um, Laurel, uh, as we move into uh, 2023, uh, a couple of nuggets of sage advice for uh, the clubs that are listening to this podcast, a couple of things to be thinking about as we transition 2022 into 2023. Laurel, what do you have for that? Moving into the new year, I think it's always a great time to kind of step back and refocus on what your club's mission is. Of course, we all know what the AAF's mission is. You can go to National's website. Um, you can go to District's website. We know what we know what we're supposed to be doing for our markets and what our purpose is, but I think it's also great to think about your market and how you're really going to distill down the values of the American Advertising Federation to serve your membership. And I think at the end of the day, that's really, I see this as, you know, a service organization in the sense that we are supporting, you know, the best of the best of our industry, right? And empowering them to, to become, um, better, you know, through programming and inspiring amazing conversations and and celebrating um, all the amazing advertising. Um, so I think it's just recentering and thinking about who those people are in your market and how you can best serve them. 
A.B., your thoughts on that thing, 2022 into 2023, some of the things that the club should be doing right now, thinking about for the new year. Ensure that we're mentoring our college organizations and our Act 2 clubs because they're the future leaders of our organization. And, you know, we won't be around forever, but, you know, they definitely uh, are younger and have fresh ideas. And we need to, you know, give them a seat at the table so that they can also be involved and give us their ideas and collaborate more effectively with them. So I think we need to continue to involve them. And remember, you know, our motto is the unifying voice of advertising. So I think in terms of 2022 and 2023 moving forward, let's be more united. Let's unify with one another, and I think we can accomplish more. There's strength in numbers, and the more people that we have involved, the better that we'll be. And we just need to have a a plan to give us a clear direction of where we're headed. But if, if we try to do it on our own, we won't be effective. We need to be united and do it together and continue being the unifying voice of advertising. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you. I know you're headed for a meeting here momentarily as we record this podcast, but uh, final thoughts. Uh, first of all, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to both of you guys for uh, and, and a big old thank you with a red bow on it uh, for the things that you do for the American Advertising Federation. Special plans for the holidays, A.B.? Can do anything special here this year? You know, spending time with family, doing a lot of cooking and, uh, you know, sharing a few adult beverages here and there, celebrating and uh, resting uh, just as we get ready for the new year. There you go. Laurel, what about you? Any uh, special plans for the holidays this year? Um, you know, I'm getting this catalog off the press, and then I will be um, just with the family. I'm from a big family of advertisers. <laughs> so we will just be, you know, just hanging out and enjoying some quiet time. So thank you so much, Ray. Happy holidays to you, too. Yes. A.B. and Laurel, thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So as you're listening to this podcast, it is wrapping up the year 2022 as we roll into 2023. In a couple of weeks, we're going to get a chance to sit down with our governor of District 10, Crystal Gonzalez, and discover what's happening in the new year. And I can tell you, A lot of great stuff is happening in District 10. As we wrap up this holiday season and the year, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a part of this dynamic District 10. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. It's called Ad Tension. Find out more at aaf10.org. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you do that, you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Ad Tension, copyright 2022. I'm Ray Shellens.